You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. In winter, we like to snuggle up and keep warm. But believe it or not, snuggling up can be a dangerous practice, especially when it involves heaters, fires, or rugging up your little one when they're in a car seat. To talk us through what to watch out for this winter, we're joined by Sarah Hunstead from CPR Kids. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm well. What is the most common injury during winter? We actually see an increase in burn injuries in kids in winter. I mean, obviously, during summer, burns still happen as well. But thinking about, you know, we're chilly, we've got the heaters on, might have the open fire, going camping, all that kind of stuff. It's, uh, yeah, we do see an increase in that. And when you say burns... um, If I hadn't said winter and you said burns is a problem with young children, I would have assumed that it was from the kitchen, like pulling things onto themselves, etc. Do you still see those burns come through as well as the heater burns, the fire burns, that sort of stuff? Absolutely. So scald's the most common cause of burns in children. So in winter, we're consuming more of those hot drinks. We've got the soup, the bowls of noodles, all of those kinds of things. So it's not just restricted to the drinks. You know, it's all of those other foods that we're preparing as well. What's the best prevention for this type of injury? Well, prevention is always better than cure, especially when it comes to burns. So, of course, the keeping things out of reach, making sure that the pan handles are turned in on the top of the stove, all of those sorts of things. But... When we think about it, accidents still happen. And one little girl particularly comes forward in my mind. Her mum actually did one of our CPR kids' classes and then came back to us a few weeks later. And what her daughter had done is her husband had actually prepared a fresh cup of Nespresso coffee. He brewed it and he put it up on top of the mantelpiece, out of the way, nowhere near the child. And the child just happened to throw a toy, I think it was a little ball, up, got the cup and knocked it over herself. Like, that is a freak accident. Of course, prevention is better than cure, but sometimes accidents do happen. Okay, let's take that scenario then. How? What do you do? What's the first aid that you would apply in that situation? Okay, so what happened was mum applied perfect first aid and the burn surgeon actually came back and said to her that what she did saved her daughter's skin. So first of all, she stripped off her clothes. You only do that if the clothes aren't stuck to the skin, but this was a hot cup of coffee. And so... She was able to take her clothes off, including her nappy, because she was a toddler. She was still in nappies. If the hot water goes down inside the nappy, it can absorb the heat. So nappy off. And then she actually took her into the bath and she had one of those baths that have got the attachment that's like a hose. And so she basically kept her unburned bits warm with her body heat and hosed over the top of her burned areas. Uh, It was actually 50 minutes that she cooled. So the guidelines say, minimum of 20 minutes, she'd called an ambulance and the ambulance stayed there and cooled her burn until it was cold. Now, a lot of parents might think, well, hold on, it it was a cup of coffee and he was obviously going to drink it. And yet the mum called an ambulance when it was spilled on her daughter. Can you talk us through that? Absolutely. So we are just, and I, you know, people will hear me say this before, because we are, we are leathery old crocodiles <laughs> in comparison to that beautiful, 
pristine skin that the children have, you know, that delicate, that they are just so much more delicate than what we are. So they will burn at much lower temperatures in a much shorter amount of time than what we do. So that hot cup of coffee that you could stick your finger in and go, oh, ouch, you know, and get maybe a bit of a red finger, that can actually cause significant burns in a child. Is there an age range for that kind of burn? So let's say a five-year-old did the same thing. Um, I'm assuming you would apply the same first aid. Would it be as severe, the burns? Um, It depends. There's a lot of factors in that. So it depends on how exposed their skin has been. Obviously, a newborn or a baby does have more delicate skin than what an older child would. But, you know, it comes down to sun exposure and all of those sorts of things that toughen us up. You can tell I have a five-year-old. So if that was to happen to an older child, um, can you judge – I have to admit right here and now that I've done the CPR Kids course and you have fabulous traffic light cards, which was one of my favourite things from the course, where um, basically it puts symptoms and behaviours and risk factors into red, orange and green. Red, you call the ambulance. Orange, you go to the GP. Green, you're okay and you stay at home. Um, is that on the Burns uh, traffic lights, <laughs> like whether you can tell if a five-year-old needs to go? Yeah, absolutely. So really, it's not so much about the age. Of course, babies are always at a higher risk and we always you know, act quickly when it comes to them. But when it comes to a burn... Every child where the skin is disrupted, so where the skin has either peeled or burned or it's no longer intact, needs to be seen by a doctor. So whether you need to call an ambulance or a GP or go to the GP, that's the decision that needs to be made. A burn to a child's face, their neck, their chest, an extensive burn, so it's you know larger than what you're comfortable to look at, you know, say generally than the palm of their hand, and thinking about, okay then, are they in extreme pain, even if the burn isn't that big and they are screaming and the pain cannot be controlled? And how can you safely transport them to hospital? So if you can't click in their seatbelt around them because their burn is on their chest or their shoulder or something like that, how can you safely transport them? You may need an ambulance. You're listening to Kindling Conversation and this is Kids Health with Sarah Hunstead from CPR Kids. We're talking about the uh, dangers of snuggling in the winter. Not that we're saying not to snuggle, just to do it carefully. Uh, And we were just talking about burns that might happen through spillage of a hot liquid. Um, Let's say a child puts their hand on a heater or a fireplace like my daughter did. Uh, and it's their hand, what's the best thing to do there? So it's about making sure that we cool the burn. That is the number one priority when it comes to burns is cooling it. So if your child has burnt their hand from touching a heater, which mine has done as well, accidentally pushed into the heater by a sister, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that one alone. <laughs> they still remind each other of it frequently. <laughs> but um, it's the cool running tap water for a minimum of 20 minutes. So no matter what type of burn it is, we need to cool the burn. And why running water? Why is that important? Because when it comes, if you put their hand in, say, a cup or something like that, then what can happen? It might be quite convenient. However, that water is going to heat up because, remember, it's extracting the heat out of the burn. We want that cool running water going over the top. And also what's interesting is a lot of studies have actually shown it assists the healing process if we actually have running water over the top. But if a bucket's all you've got, just make sure that you're changing the water over frequently. What if I have some fancy schmancy 
anti-burn gel, <laughs> and it's a bad burn. After we've done that 20 minutes of water on the hand, are we able to put the gel on the hand? No, don't do it. Don't do it. And the reason is, is because that burn needs to be assessed by a doctor or a nurse practitioner, somebody who's going to have a look and decide what needs to be done. If you're putting creams or lotions or anything over the top, then what's going to happen is by when you get your child to the doctor, they're going to need to wipe that off. And that is going to be excruciatingly painful. So don't put anything over the top of the burn. What you can do if you are transporting them to the doctor yourself, get some Glad Wrap, Cling Wrap, loosely cover the burn over the top. That will protect it. And then off to the doctor's. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. This is Kids Health. We're talking with Sarah Hunstead from CPR Kids. One thing that I was surprised to um, hear about was the injuries that happen for children when they've been in car seats during winter. What's that about? So if you're rugging up your child and, you know, they've got that parker on that makes them look like the Michelin man <laughs> and they're all snuggly and warm and, you know, what? You know, to be honest, it doesn't get that cold in Australia. But, you know, often, you know, hey, in Melbourne, it was four degrees the other day. You are going to rug them up. So if you are putting them in the car seat with that parker on or that outfit on and you go and you do up their five-point restraint, then what can happen is that they can look nice and snug and secure in there that their straps are tight enough. But because the bulk of their jacket, it isn't actually holding them in place properly. So if you're in an accident, they can actually come flying out of their restraint. So what you need to do, take their jacket off, take their layers off before you put them in there, secure their seatbelt, and then tuck the parker in over their knees or tuck a blanket around them, just making sure that it's nice and secure so it doesn't slip up over their head. And is that just the capsules or that's also the seats? That's the seats too. So it's really important no matter what type of child restraint your child is in that you are actually fitting it nice and snug to their actual body rather than over their jacket. So we've covered off burns and putting kids in car seats when they're really wrapped up. Is there anything else at winter in wintertime that we should be kind of a little bit careful of? Yeah, there is actually. And this is a little bit outside the box, but... One of the things that we know is that we've got, we're snotty in winter. We get colds, we get coughs, we get sore throats, and the kids just carry it too. Like, you know, they're just walking snot machines. <laughs> yes. And that can give us a little bit of a disturbed sleep at night, you know, to be honest. They might have that sore throat, they've got that viral infection. And so we've got the paracetamol or the other mixtures containing paracetamol out on the chest of drawers in the bedroom and you know we're giving them their dose overnight what's really important is that we remember that these medicines if they are taken and drunk out of the bottle in overdose when a child's you know you know reaching out over the top of their cot and they can get those screw caps off those bottles that that is really really dangerous for a child so we're not becoming complacent we're actually making sure that we're getting the medication out of the bedroom that we're putting it away up high and we're always looking at the ingredients because there are some medicines out there for colds that contain panadol and you may not realize that so if you're giving them paracetamol and another medicine that contains paracetamol, then you actually can be giving them too much. So always know what's in the bottle and keep it out of reach. Sarah, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure. That's Sarah Hunstead from CPR Kids and CPR Kids have stacks more information about first aid and children on their website. Just head to cprkids.com.au. 
You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.